Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This come on. Get we, 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 we should get <laughs> There's oh, yeah. good jokes here, but they're not there yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I was feeling the same. I was feeling the same where I was, it's like, I don't want to talk about this movie. <laughs> it's like, I, just don't, I don't want to talk about it. Can we just talk about Reanimator instead? Yeah, that's kind of what all I want to do too. Or like Cyclone. I just want to talk about So we watched Beyond Reanimator, the third and third. No, it's not that bad. No. <laughs> uh, Reanimator film from 2003. They took a big ass break and then they came back for some reason to make this one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It didn't. It didn't it's seem like made. it was motivated by trying to make a quick buck at all. Like definitely did not have those vibes. No. It wasn't as bad as I thought, I will say, because I went into this with very low expectations because I've yes. seen so many people online just shitting on this one saying this is by far the worst one. Mm-hmm. I was expecting something really, really bad. And it actually yeah. had it had a lot of fun moments. I'll give it that. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to no. be too negative, especially the second half. Like there's a lot of cool, funny little things that happen. I was of. expecting it to be extremely sad, especially since like I knew Dan wasn't in it. And I don't know, the idea of like Herbert in jail. I knew he was in jail. It's like, oh, that's really sad yeah. <laughs> yeah so i was really preparing myself for like a big sad movie but and it was but not not to the level that i was thinking at least and all the screenshots look sad too because jeffrey combs is so much older his costume is so much worse he's got these kind of i call them jared fogel glasses he's wearing yeah. like the, the kind of dilbert glasses uh yeah i don't know why no, they couldn't it, just give, keep keep his old glasses it's a crime that they changed his glasses it really is and like the the part at skipping to the end there is a part where he's finally (laughs) like and then we're done right white shirt black tie and like that was a relief it was just like okay like that's what you want and he was in just this sad plain blue kind of oversized untucked like the costuming was just did him no favors and i felt like it was when he finally was like somewhat dressed like west was when he was the most kind of west like and mm-hmm. i think had the most energy and it just felt like a lot of the movie did not set him up for success but i will say that there were a lot of things like i loved the effects there were a lot of things i independently loved um it was just it is impossible not to even compare it to bride and mm-hmm. yeah I mean, I think one of the best things they did was kind of just remake the first one. You know, there's a lot of like the Dan and Meg stuff is just replicated here. But it's just like you've seen that before, so it can't be as good. But I feel like there is like you have Combs, you have Brian Yesner who produced like the other ones. You have Screaming Mad George come back to do special effects. Like all the pieces are there. It's just kind of eh. Yeah. No, there's a few plot points that they kind of like redo. And they're not none of them are as good. They're all yeah. pretty subpar in yeah. comparison. I was yeah. thinking of like uh, possible subtitles for this movie. One of them that I like is like, it has less of everything you like. Because <laughs> 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 oh. it really is. It is. It's true. Y- you are right. Like in terms of just like plot structure, it is a lot like the first one kind of except yeah. in prison. That's and it was a it's one that's so hard not to like there were so many possibilities that very easily could have made it so much better. <laughs> and it felt like they 
just took the easy way out or didn't push things. And I'm sure we'll end up talking about them, but it was fresh. It was a slightly frustrating experience because there were so many things where it was like, why wouldn't you just blank? Like that would make so much more sense here. Or why do we need to have some of these like weird subplots? Like, can we just focus on what people are coming back to the reanimator for? Like, yeah, yeah that yeah. was the problem. Like <clears throat> besides Combs, all the characters were so boring. <laughs> so boring. I, I didn't care about any of them. And when it was a scene that were like a subplot without Combs is just like, I completely lost interest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we might as well do our predictions. Yeah, Predictions. Yay. Since we're Yay. here. Says the guy who's the only one who got points this week. I, I honestly did not cheat <laughs> in this. I, I figured yeah. people get reanimated. They turn into like pseudo zombies. Zombies eat people. People defend themselves with their arms. So I said there would be arm eating. Mm-hmm. And there was some arm gnawing at one point. Not a big deal. You know, nothing to make a big deal about. Just some arm gnawing. Yay. But no, it happened. It happened. Weren't you the only one to get points last week too? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I see. This is this is why mm. I said I didn't. <laughs> You're just good at predicting. Off the I podcast. <laughs> Me thanks. Retiring. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a solid. It was a solid prediction, and it was and it was some pretty good arm meeting. I feel like again, oh, yeah. like the special effects are really great. Yeah. When they kick yeah. in, which takes a while. Yes, yeah, it yeah, does exactly. take a while. Although. So mine was, I thought that there was going to be a spit take. I don't know why or where that came from. Um, But what we did get instead was we got milk being poured into a zombie's mouth that didn't have a chin. So it's not a spit take, but I'm giving myself like incremental bits of credit because there was spit involved and the milk did, did just kind of like... I'm going to say it like whipped out of his mouth. No, <laughs> you're not wrong. And also wrong. Moses, the bald guy spit out the rat. Remember? Yeah. There was a big rat spit scene. Yeah. So there's a lot of close stuff, but I loved that the special effect of the guy without the jaw, like that mm. was a really great reveal. And yeah. then just him pouring the milk. Like that was one of the weirdest, grossest moments early on. And I really liked it. it I, it actually set a tone that I was like, Oh, okay. And then I feel like, it took a really long time to come back to that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. That was a fun moment and it took a while to get to another one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guessed that uh, Combs would curse just because I've been doing that for the past few ones and he still hasn't cursed and in this one he still hasn't either. Mm. I guess like Herbert West doesn't really curse. Yeah, West isn't a curser. No. Yeah. He uses like intellectual words like plagiarist. Yeah, yeah plagiarist. That's that's the biggest curse word for dubious. Mm. <laughs> dubious. I love the dubious joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a shame. I know. We'll get so, it eventually, though. And it's it's going to be really exciting yeah. when it happens. Yeah. So sometimes I see a trailer and I'm like, there might be whipping in this movie. This time I didn't think there would be whipping, but I still I just gotta I gotta stick with it. Yeah. There's like you had a shot too with a prison. I was like, yeah. Well, prison abuses. Maybe there's some crazy guy with a whip. There's some caning. There's no whipping. (laughs) There's like a guy who gets, who's like has a rope tied around his torso and he gets kind of like lassoed around. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not really whipping. That's not. No. All the pieces were there. I feel like it was was whipping adjacent, but yeah. 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 So scene one, movie starts. (laughs) Well, actually, before, before scene one, like, you know, we turn it on. So many production houses. Filmax. 
Fantastic Factory, Julio Fernandez production. <laughs> yeah. I think you wrote down some too. Sorry. No, I, well, I, didn't, I didn't write any down, but there were so many. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Filmax, it was like, that sounds really familiar to me. And it's because they did make three great movies in the record movies, rec movies. Oh. Have you ever seen? The Spanish zombie movies? No. Those are some They're of my incredible. favorite movies. Huh. They're like some of the best found footage movies ever made. Awesome. But yeah, so they did that amazing thing. Oh, but cool. also, it really sets the stage. So this is all filmed in Spain. Yeah. Everything's Spanish. Yeah. But it's supposed to be Massachusetts, but it looks nothing like that. <laughs> oh, God. You know, I didn't even think it was supposed to be Massachusetts, which is funny. Yeah. The cops pull up at the very end with license plates that say Massachusetts. Oh, my God. Which is funny because the prison is this enormous, like, orange stone prison. That, yeah, like, it's like a castle from yeah. the Renaissance or something. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like this dusty desert looking prison that you'd never <laughs> see in Massachusetts. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. I guess it makes sense because it's supposed to be Miskatonic, but like it all takes place in this prison. So you don't get the Massachusetts feel from it. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, you can really feel the Spain in this movie. I didn't know it was filmed in Spain. I knew it was filmed clearly somewhere overseas because every actor has an accent or is trying to hide an accent. Yeah. Some better than others. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's, that's, <laughs> it. Yeah. that's great. Yeah. Watch Holmes it if you want. <laughs> yeah. We watched there. it. Maybe go just watch the first reanimator. Some good things. Uh, Combs gets first billing, finally. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the first movies I can remember where the first thing you see is a big old Jeffrey Combs, bam, on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, thank Which, God. Uh, but I, <laughs> and nice. I was so excited because I thought, but he actually is not in it as much as I would have liked to, him Same. to be. Yeah. 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 And again, we'll talk about that because they, they really concentrate on these secondary characters that none of us care about. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. <laughs> So who wants to talk yeah. about just this introductory scene, which is not bad, but goes on for too long, I think. It's yeah. it's like 11 minutes. Yeah. Well, it starts like this very kind of trying to be like Americana, like two kids in like a tent talking about a creepy guy who like cut off parts of kids and ate them last year. Remember the guy they caught last year? One was playing kids. Yeah, what? And you want to know the worst part? What's that? Chocolate milk? He ate them. He cut off parts and he carried them around in a cooler. You're making that up. I'm not. Then there's this weird thing with like the kid's sister, like the boy's sister. <laughs> Jesus! What are you guys doing sneaking around like that? We weren't sneaking. This is right. Get down. And then they're like wrestling. There There's is, something weird. I do love that they are they are camping out in their backyard in a terrible lightning storm the soul is an invention of primitive witch doctor hey there's someone out there yeah, yeah. it's so that lightning is so fake but it's oh, so God. unsafe oh, i forgot and, about that yeah the sound effects are so bad oh yeah, oh, yeah. like so creaky bad. door is like Howie? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like someone doing it with their mouth, like, step, step, step. Oh, um, terrible. But, oh, yeah, like, the kid, the, it, the beginning has kind of a weird slasher feel, like a weird campfire story slasher feel. He, The kid, in telling the story, pulls out an eye, a, like, eye that has the, still has oh, yeah. the, um, what is it called, like, like the tendons and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, and the, kid's like, the, the other kid's nerve. like, oh, gross. And he's like, it's not gross. It's just a sheep's eye from the butcher's shop. It's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. well, who are these children? Oh, gross. It's just a sheep's eye. 
from the butcher shop. Yeah. Know. If you're a butcher and like a 12 year old kid is like, can I buy an eye? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> you, would. you know, I take it back. I would sell a kid an eye. <laughs> what do you charge for that? Like a quarter? I would charge him way more than that. I charge him like 25 bucks. <laughs> Dude, what are you going to use it for? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell a creepy story in the camp. Intro to Reanimator. <laughs> so like the sister so the yeah you're, you're right it does have this weird slasher vibe which makes you wonder what the rest of the movie is going to be like it's kind of like a michael myers like looking in the window watching the girl drink milk and stuff and she goes looking for her brother they do some sibling wrestling where she has his head between her legs or something and then she gets attacked by a jawless zombie like a pair of rats The zombie just kind of walks in. It's funny because before yeah. this, they're all kind of creeped out and it's kind of weird. It's one of those scenes where they're all like scared, but you don't know of what. It's like, yeah. well, what are they scared of yeah. exactly? They heard a noise. Well, of- they think they're like some, there's someone out there. So I think they saw somebody. And But it's also so weird because the sister isn't, is, seems young, like 16, 17, but she's in like a kind of light blue, like negli- like silk kind of teddy. So I, and then the way that they are wrestling, like you said, he literally puts his head in between her legs mm. as like a joke. And it, so it was confusing where I was like, oh, is, are, is this boyfriend, girlfriend, but he's out sleeping over in a tent with his friend. And it was just a very strange way to set up the yeah. dynamics of the characters. I think one of us said this, but like the movie feels like it's about to turn into a straight porno, like at any moment, all the time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it has that feeling that like you're watching a porno, except it's not a porno, yeah. but it still feels like it. Yeah, it's definitely seedier feeling than any of the other yeah. animators. You know yeah. what it is? It's we mentioned this is from 2003. It's just an ugly time, you know? Yeah, yeah. everything like, looked like shit. The old movies were filmed yeah. on film, so they had that nice grain. They were yeah. lit. This is like it feels like it was filmed on like really early digital cameras or something. Maybe it was yeah. film. It was probably digital. It just looks cheap. It looks well, and the lighting looks and like the, a porno. Mm, <laughs> yeah, well, and especially it also like especially the later parts reminded me of like a USA Up All Night movie. Like yeah. it, it's just like yeah. film for TV, and it's in it's just like in a weird setting and kind of just a pretense for kind of sexy things to happen. But yeah. then it was like especially weird that feel with the reanimator stuff because the reanimator stuff has had like references to things, but. It's not, yeah, like the seediness really came through with this and it was strange. I think part of it too is are just all the Spanish Spanish actresses and actors. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like a lot of them are like trying to do an American accent. You know, it feels like a porno actor sometimes. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's like Very stilted. You're like, this isn't a real actress, but then it is. <laughs> it's yeah. a real actress being paid for her performance in this movie. So just to just to get through this yeah, yeah, beginning sorry. scene, because it's only maybe five minutes in the whole movie. It's like we get this great zombie effect where he's like pouring. He's trying to drink milk for some reason. That's what they do. And it's just going everywhere. It's a really great special effect. Then we end up <clears throat> going outside. The cops come in and like shoot the zombie guy. We go outside, the boy goes outside, and they're arresting West. Let me go. Stay in there, will you? Let me go. Hey, 
What did you do to them? You have no right! And they're putting Wes into his into the police car. He drops the reagent, like a uh, syringe of the reagent, and the boy picks it up and is like, oh, what's this? And the sister and dies, we should say. The sister, the sister dies, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the zombie, like, it's kind of a disappointing death. He like, picks her up and kind of, like, pushes her against the wall a few times. Yeah. 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 And, and she dies. Yeah. Yeah. She dies by touching the wall too much. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> the pacing the wall was lava. The pacing's already a little weird because the sister was killed seconds ago and then they're arresting West and you haven't seen West yet. So like what? Yeah. So did they just like did the cops see the dead sister and then just go to West's house and just arrest him immediately? Is does he live right next door? I don't know. Yeah, no. It's kind of like you have to kind of piece shit together in your head, like, oh I guess West was nearby or something. I don't know. Yeah. And it's also weird, like so after this moment, this we actually go you're in that house, then we go outside. And then we go to the prison and we're just in the prison for the rest of the movie. And it's yeah. 13 years later. 13 yeah. Years and it's later. not like the rest of the reanimators had a ton of sets, but at least you go into a laboratory, you go into the hospital, you go to their house, you'd go to the cemetery, like stuff like that. And yeah. this one's just like, it's all in that prison. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't know, just like, I never want to watch something in a prison. <laughs> you know, no. there, have been, no. there have been some very successful prison movies. Like when it's done right, it could be like fantastic. Like Shawshank is great. Like Papillon. Like what's the what's called The Great Escape or the whatever mm-hmm. the famous one. Yeah. So I think a lot of like directors aspire to these big prison ideas. But most of the time, it's just like a potential limiting device. You know, yeah. you just yeah. it just limits what can happen so much. You're like, it's going to be in prison. You're nothing but guards and prisoners. You know what type of sets you're going to see. You know, the settings, you know, the tropes, like it feels yeah. like all of the potential has been kind of sapped away and you're just like, oh, you're in because pr- you're in prison. It's a prison. It's a, it's a prison. <laughs> I was about to say, you're forgetting <laughs> you're the other one Combs is in and then I can't remember its name. Fortress? Fortress. Yeah. Fortress. I know. Yeah. Well, man, if this was set in the Fortress prison, I would have so much more fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least that was a cool feature prison with lasers. That's and the Intestinators. Intestinators. Yeah. yeah, this movie could have really used some Intestinators. So, yeah. Well, like, considering uh, how often Combs gets like in trouble with the police, you know, having only two movies where he's actually in prison feels like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> <laughs> so the strange thing about this movie is like I was talking to Jackie about this earlier. Is like, I feel like there's not that many significant plot events. Like only yeah. a few things drive the whole plot. So it's 13 years yeah. later. Oh, well, before this, we got the credits, which are fun because they're like the old credits. I was actually curious what they can do with the credits, but it's like a remix of the old song. It's all instrumental. Yeah, no, the song is actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I thought we might get some nightmare CGI opening credits, but no, no, they at least paid homage to the original, which is nice. The, the yeah. text effect isn't great. It's a little, I it's don't fine. know. So, eh, but ov- overall, super good. Yeah. So the movie starts off with um, Combs in his cell. We get him right away. He catches a little rat with a strange little noose and he electrifies <laughs> it. We don't really know what he's doing, but he like shocks it and does this weird little science thing. And this is the pet rat of like a neighboring cellmate. Yep. And this rat is like actually like a tremendously <laughs> consequential character. <laughs> He's arguably the second lead of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I pretty much only care about Combs and maybe also this rat in this movie and then no one else. 
I felt a little <laughs> bad for the rat because it's one of those things where they put this little noose around its leg to catch it. And they kind of yep. yank it off screen. And it's clearly, it's a real rat. Like, yeah. Oh, poor rat. Yeah. But then the mm-hmm. next shot, it's clearly a puppet. Like, whoop. <laughs> it's like, okay, no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Classic. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, it is like, it's Wes like writing in his little notebook. I'm, I'm immediately going to say like a headcanon of this movie that I would like so much better is if Wes did go to jail, but you made the whole prison thing where it was like this warden who allowed Wes to experiment with his stuff and he had just been like the the hospital met allowed to be the hospital medic and do his experiments on the side and now they were bringing in like a new medic or something like that to for him to like learn and it's just like i i don't know like that could have been really fun if it had shown where he'd had 13 years to like work on his stuff yeah. and yeah. he was like able to dress dress like himself and kind of be himself within this prison environment yeah and how that had like played out but him just as a prisoner just like it was just it was just kind of sad and inactive like he didn't have much to do he felt really like stunted it i don't know the energy wasn't there Yeah. yeah I think he was trying to play the characters a little, I don't know, a little repressed because they mentioned that he spent a long time in solitary, like three years in solitary or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he has been in prison for 13 years. Yeah. I was saying one of the big problems of this movie is I don't know what any of the characters' motivations are. Yeah. Like in the first reanimator, he's like making his reagent and trying to test it. He has a new yeah. thing in this one, but like it's not really his motivation. I guess he wants to escape the prison, but he never talks about that and they don't really build mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. He's very resigned to it. Yeah. Yeah, I want to make it clear that it was not Combs. I think Combs did a great job <laughs> acting. Yeah. And yes. I think oh, he was course. going with the whole thing. But it really, like, it wasn't until the end that I felt like the character West had the same presence or, and even, like, you know, it, it's just fun watching West get really excited about stuff and about his experiments. And, like, that is such a interesting part of of the storyline and this was like i think it was he was supposed to be someone who'd been kind of beaten down by the environment and was like not able to do what he loved to do and and he like regains it but it made the beginning part feel really like off yeah he's missing his fierceness a little bit and he was and when i I don't mean like violent fierceness but he always had this like intellectual aggressiveness you know yes yeah those project and that's kind of missing here um we should mention that the prisoner who is the keeper of the rat's name is cabrera cabrera i just believe i've lost track of that guy's name because i feel like we'll maybe mention him a few more times he's just like he's looking for a ratty Where's Ready? What's wrong, Cabrera? Lose your stinky little pal? You should ask Wes if he's seen him. Wes likes animals. Ratty. The rat's name is Ratty, which is, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and the guard's like, you should check out Wes, you know, so he like confronts him and blah. Wes, you see my Ratty? Is he missing? You've seen him, you better fucking tell me, Einstein. Does he have any identifiable characteristics, special markings? Who took him is going to get some special markings upside the head. And there's a long stretch where, like, Cabrera wants to get revenge on West because he thinks West took Ratty. Yeah, he actually has a motivation. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, <laughs> get revenge on West. Cabrera's the only character with a motivation that we have. <laughs> And kind of like, 
because you it is it's like his little pet rat that yeah. dies horribly by Wes hands Wes if you have a pet and he gets his hands on it that's that a goner but I do no, think that- no the pets just get their heads stuck in a jar <laughs> it knocked the garbage over and it got its head stuck in a jar he's always just shifty-eyed coming up with excuses but I do think it's like interesting that he has this thing that he's working on but it's not really set up like that was another it could be interesting this idea of like I don't even know the the nano whatever the like essence <laughs> yeah but it's real kind of glossed over and they never spend a lot of time on it what yeah. we get the incredible cgi though <laughs> yeah that's true you know oh, that when you electrocute Lord. a rat and what happens when you electrocute a rat it. yeah sends you down a cgi tunnel it's great <laughs> It reminds me of CSI, the way they like, oh, really, really yeah. lean on like <laughs> shitty CGI. I think this movie was trying to expand upon the science aspect. They didn't want to just have the reagent. So one of the big conceits of this movie is that like the reagent is what brings you back to life. But then you're kind of this aggressive zombie. And Wes has figured out that there's this new thing called like MPE or MBE or something. I wrote it down, but I need to find it. Yeah. And that's kind of like what gives you your your intelligence or your soul or your, mm. what's the word, like sentience back. Right. So you got to mm-hmm. use the reagent, then use this thing. It's like, and he calls it nanoplasm too at some point. Nanoplasm. But yeah. that's like, um, yeah, it's just, and the script is like, I feel like West is, he comes across as so brutally intelligent in the in the other two. And they kind of like try and set it up, but I feel like it's just him using the word dubious. Is that a rat? Your powers of observation are dubious at best. And then the security guard, like not knowing what that word meant. And it just felt, it was kind of a... I'm going to blame the screenplay there. Like it felt like they were trying to be like, oh, and he's just so smart. And the way they did it was just kind of dumb. Yeah. So just to, if if I could just kind of like do the cast of characters here. Yes. Because there's not many characters of note and we're going to meet them all very soon. So there's this Cabrera guy who's like this angry guy who wants his rat revenge. Mm Mm-hmm. His roommate is this guy called Moses, who's like the worst character ever. I hate this guy. (laughs) Yeah. He's like this babbling half insane bald guy with like these rotten teeth. And he's always like praying to Jesus for repentance or whatever. Mm. He's just really obnoxious. Ah, Forgive me, please. Forgive me. Forgive me, please. I have... Yeah. And the, the portrayal is very annoying. Yeah. I think in the next scene... We see yeah. the warden, and the warden's name is Brando, but they never say Brando like ever. He's just the warden. Yeah. He's yeah. the villain because he is a big asshole and he really sucks. He sucks really bad. <laughs> He's super bad. Yeah. Uh, and I guess they're trying to do something like they're trying to do a Hill thing where Hill is kind of over the top evil and also kind of like lecherous and gross. Mm. So I think they tried to replicate that with the warden, but it just doesn't read the same. 2,000 volts of raw power from a standalone generator. This works when a man sits in it and i make every new prisoner sit in it they submit to my power no because hill's a genius too yeah yeah the warden just seems like a dick yeah no the warden doesn't seem like he has his shit together at all he's just i don't know and it's again it's a matter of motivation where um hill Hill wanted to be a respected scientist and he wanted to have his name on top. He wants to steal West's research mm-hmm. so that he's yeah. like, you know, the smartest guy ever. And he also, he wants Meg too, because he's, he's a pervert. Well, that, and the <laughs> creepiness of the situation of him being Meg's 
father's contemporary mm-hmm. at like the Dean's contemporary, but having this like weird obsession and kind of these like weird boundaries with her and obviously coveting her was just a layer of the uncomfortableness. And then what happens to her where this, it just felt it. I really, really did not like all of the sexual assault, like undertones and kind of like a trigger warning. Cause we might end up talking about that stuff there. It was just seedy. It felt yeah. like really unnecessary and yeah. not based in anything. So it just felt like it, it was just a part of the script that like really could have been cut out. Yeah. So, and who is, I've already, Laura is a reporter who is mm-hmm. there trying to do an expose kind of, um and she's just yeah 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 it's something something um but she yeah she is the uh often his like he is really he's he's just so going hard on trying to seduce her but through this like really uncomfortable being really uncomfortable and inappropriate towards her and it it just happens almost every scene he's like in her space and grabbing her and like oh it's 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 gross well It's very disturbing to me as a person, but as a reporter, it's a very interesting statistic. Good answer, Laura. (laughs) Can I call you Laura? Certainly. Well, the first time we see Hill, you know, it's like he's basically debating with West in that room and they're kind of like having a debate. We don't learn that Hill's a creep until later. Like the first time we see this warden, he's just like this weird lecherous guy hitting on this random journalist. Yeah, it's a little heavy-handed and kind of, I don't know, two-dimensional. And to go to motivation too, like this I don't know what this warden wants. He's just an asshole. He just, he's got a big old cane. He beats a lot of people with his cane. Yeah. Yeah, so we're so we we're with Laura and the warden. She's like mm-hmm. interviewing him in the execution chamber, like by electric the electric chair. chair. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have a, a young man come in, and Ooh. he's known as Doctor Phillips. Doctor Phillips. Yes, sir. Howard Phillips. It's a pleasure to meet you, Warden Brando. And it's kind of hidden from us for a while who he is, but it's obviously the boy from the very beginning. Yeah, he kind of looks <laughs> exactly like the boy yeah. from the beginning. Also, that it's this big room. With one electric chair, and we spend so much freaking time in this room yep. over oh, the course yeah. of the movie, and it is such a like weird, off-putting space. Yeah, it's like weirdly fetishized in, yeah. in a couple scenes. Yeah, like, it's basically whenever she's in that room, she's being sexually harassed. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. we're like sexually harassing because yeah. Phillips comes in and she so she, yeah. the warden's creeping on her. Phillips comes in and she's immediately like making innuendos towards the doctor. And you're That's like, true. what's happening? The first thing she says to the doctor, cause he has like a tool bag. She's like, do most doctors have such an attachment to their tools? And yeah. he's like, <laughs> hi. <laughs> we have a fully equipped medical facility here. Yeah, I'm sure you do, sir. But these are mine. Do all doctors have such a personal relationship with their tools? <laughs> And it's, yeah. it's just really weird. Oh, and we should say this actress, this poor woman, she sucks so bad. <laughs> well, she this is sucks. Elsa Pataki. I felt um, bad for her just watching her. It's She had really shitty material. She is in some of the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, I also She's also married to uh, Chris Helmsworth. Really? What? Four. Yeah. So she has had like quite a career, but this role, this role really sucked. Does she have an American accent in other roles or only in this one? 
Only in this one. I Okay. Yeah. I imagine I'm, she's like much better when she's not like forced to do a, an American accent. Oh god, yeah, you would figure. That yeah. was that Well, was and hard. she was a Spanish model, so I wonder if this was one of her first roles and yeah. it just feels like a really tough role if you're trying to do an accent and you don't have a lot to work with and Yeah. Well, I looked up I looked up the doctor guy and he's like straight Irish. Like huh. he's from yeah. he was born in Dublin too and you're like so is Combs the only American in this Massachusetts prison? I think so. That's funny. Yeah, to give the actress some credit, I think the performance read as badly because I think she was just trying to do a straight American accent a lot. And she would drop it sometimes. But like, yeah. but quite literally, like when she introduces herself, she's like, I'm Laura Only. I'm a journalist. Hi, I'm Laura Only. I'm a journalist. Yeah. It sounds like... Yeah. Uh-huh. But then sometimes I, you would hear the Spanish accent, but only a little bit. Just organizing my notes. Well, and all of her <laughs> lines were really, like, really stiff. Like, they are not things that an actual person says. So I feel like everything she said was really weird. It was like, who talks like that? Tell me about your secret institutional medicine research, doctor. I mean, I would I would say also the the dude, the the doctor dude, um, for Howard was his name? Howard yeah. Phillips. I, I feel like he absolutely falls into all of those categories too. Like he's just yes. so like cardboardy and like obviously trying to like force an accent that he doesn't isn't comfortable with. Well in that case, let me just say hi. Maybe yeah. I, I, I feel know. like the way he covered <laughs> I feel like the way Phillips covers for it is by yelling. Give me some amiodarin. What? Amiodarin! We don't have any I'm your what do you mean you don't have any? Then come in. Well, what do you have? Uh, what have you got? I, I, come on, nurse! <laughs> it's like, I can yell like an American, but everything else just sounds weird. Well, and so when Phillips, when he comes in and he's being introduced, he's being led to like where he's going to meet the warden. And someone says to him, don't talk until he talks to you first. 73% of the inmates here are. Don't talk until he talks to you first. Yeah. It's, there are so many things that they set up, like, oh, the warden's this big, scary guy, but he's not. He's kind of this just slimy creep who yeah. doesn't seem that intimidating. Like, he's got a cane he beats people with, but it it's just a strange, like, they seem to, they, like, the movie tells you, like, this is who this person is, and then you're like, oh, okay, he's like, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. He's like a mean Spanish grandpa, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and also... There's some really weird lines in this first scene. We can't spend too long in this, but like when Laura first introduces herself, she makes some weird jokes about journalism, which almost read like she was like, I'm a journalist. Anything you say will be taken taken out of context. Like yeah. and used against you. It's like Yeah. <laughs> it's- Hi, I'm Laura Olney. I'm with the Arkham Record. Anything you say to me can and will be misquoted or taken out of context. What? And you could just tell like whoever wrote the screenplay like had some beef against journalists or something. That's what it felt like. It's like, what's, what? Yeah, was she like trolling herself? Yeah, yeah. Like she's just like putting herself like very deprecating, but yeah. in this weird way that's completely undercutting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so sorry. So got to speed this up a little bit. So <laughs> we basically met the cast already. It's Combs, mm-hmm. Evil Warden, Journalist Lady, Laura. Yep. Uh, Howard Phillips, the new doctor, who's basically the new, the new Dan, mm-hmm. except with dramatically less charisma. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then the the horrible bald guy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the doctor does have a motivation, which he kind of lays out here, which is a similar motivation to what, uh, I can't remember her name, in From Beyond, Crampton's character in From Beyond, of taking Combs out of that prison. That's what he kind of wants to do with Wes. So Catherine. he's... 
Catherine, yeah. <laughs> so he has the reagent. He's been curious about this reagent his entire life. He's come to find Wes to figure out what the hell's going on with this reagent. I saw my sister die when I was a kid. And I never want to feel that helpless again. Try to resuscitate her. I wanted to bring her back to life. Who was the guy who was helping you today? Dr. Herbert West. Mm-hmm. He's a prisoner now, but he used to work at the Miskatonic University Hospital. He did research based on the theory that death is a disease. It makes sense, but at the same time, it's kind of strange because the way we're introduced to this character is like, he, he sees his sister get killed by a fucking zombie and he sees yeah. that Wes is responsible. So you'd think that his clear motivation would be just revenge against West. Yeah. But instead, in a very short time, he's just kind of West's like little helper. He's in a... 20 yeah, minutes into the like film. He's like only curious about yeah. what, what happened back then. And they do make references to like the Miskatonic slaughter that it was like West was doing all these experiments and they got out and then attacked and killed some people. Yeah. But it was weird. It was also weird. Like if it fit where it fit in the narrative of the last two movies, mm-hmm. I don't think you're supposed to think about it at all, but yeah. Yeah. So this, there's a next scene. Where <laughs> moving on. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, as, we need to. But as as the warden is kind of talking to them, it kind of cuts to that horrible bald Moses character having some sort of convulsions in the yard. Mm-hmm. Don't send me to hell. Get the drop cloth. Keep the drop cloth. Hurry. I thought it was actually like a flashback because the way it's cut, it's a little strange. But it turns out he's having some sort of heart attack. He just dies. He fucking dies. They bring him They bring him into the medical room where the new doctor is there, this guy, Howard Phillips. Where do we go? What happened? Heart attack. For some reason, Wes is just chilling in this medical room, even though he's a... <laughs> Yeah, he, He's a prisoner. he seemingly has like access to yeah. just walk around the hospital area, which which is right. like, isn't the problem with West that he like experiment on people and yeah. made them into yeah. zombies? Like maybe don't let him. That's the one place don't let him go. Well, or yeah. this would have made so much more sense if he was allowed to be doing like if he was right. had kind of this freedom to come and go and had this like deal worked out with the warden when people mysteriously died he got the bodies and was able to like kind of mess with them and then they would just like cover it all up because he does he just wanders in and nobody acts like that's weird (laughs) there's also this might be the first time we see the weirdest nurse yes she's very sexy she's we find out later because she's literally dressed like she's naked underneath yeah. with just a white lab coat and we find out later that is true but she's always just like <laughs> like it's unbuttoned Cleavage. down to the it's just so weird like she literally looks like she wandered off of a porn set yeah and ended up in this movie and they were like oh that's fine we actually need a nurse like go stand over there they're like no that's what happened yeah. <laughs> she refused to leave, so we just put her in the movie. Yeah. She doesn't do anything. I don't think she has like a single line. Like really, she's just <sighs> like I think she has maybe one or two lines, but you know I feel like she's always like, Can I help? And they're like, Get out yeah. of here. And yeah. she's like, But it's my job. And they're like, Leave. And then she just like leaves. Just take these guys out of the way. Come on, nurse, get these men outside. Come on out. Everybody else. Come on out. And stay out there with them. But don't try to stay out there with them. And you're like, Oh, yeah. I'm glad we have that character. Yeah. That's all I can remember too, yeah. I wrote down that yeah, Phillips is very angry and screamy during this scene because he's trying to resuscitate the bald guy and he's just fucking screaming at the nurse. I'm your we don't have any, any 
What down. do you mean you don't have any? Then come in. Well, what do you have? Uh, what have you got? I, I, come on, nurse. And he's trying yeah. to repress his Irish accent. So that's it's ridiculous. <laughs> he goes so over the top in this this yeah. acting of this this oh. random prisoner dying. Clear. Come on. Clear. He was dead before you brought him in here. God damn it! Oh my yeah. God. I think yeah. even like Herbert is like, you were his patient for all of five minutes. <laughs> it was my patient for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, you're, it, it'll be okay. People die. Yeah. Well, I f- feel like we get really good classic Herbert West in this scene, though. Yeah. Where it's like the doctor shows him that he has the reagent, mm-hmm. and West is immediately like, "I got to inject it in something." <laughs> yeah, there's a dead body here. I got a, I got a thick vial of reagent, and it's a what like 13 year old reagent too, because it's the yeah. same. It's the same vial he picked up from the scene from the beginning. Thirteen years. There's bound to be some deterioration. A reactive base may have destabilized and it's not glowing nope. as much yeah um, it's all like shady. sort of a la like a glow stick that you know would this guy has just had this thing for 13 years he's never spilled it broken it he's just carefully like carried it around with him but it is a classic thing too like so much of it is classic one that phillips is not giving up on the dead guy, which was like a reanimator thing. Like Dan needed to let mm-hmm. know when to let yeah. go. And then like, it's, it's the, after all of this time, West injects him. They wait like five seconds. They're like, yeah, nothing's happening. We could increase the dosage. No, no, it's not going to work on him. Might work on something else. But thank you for bringing me back my reagent. Such as it is. They turn around to do their business. The guy sits up and starts attacking. Can you hear me? Stay away from him! Can you hear me? Can you hear me? No! No! And it's like immediately, Wes yet again has like reanimated something that is stronger than he is. And starts like kicking his ass. Like yeah. I'm like, he just does the same thing every single time. <laughs> yeah. He has not learned. It's his weakness. Look, yeah, it's been a long time. It's been 13 years. <laughs> it's He's true. kind of forgotten how it goes. But no, you're totally right. It, it's kind of exhausting that like it, literally the same things happen. And they happen uh, except a little lamer. Because yeah, that in, too. It's just like a shittier version. Well, in Reanimator, the first guy who gets reanimated is Arnold Schwarzenegger's body double. It's a huge yeah. buff guy who's buck naked, completely naked. Yeah. And now we get this miserable Moses character who we already hate, and he's just kind of doing his zombie thing. And it's like, okay. Is Isn't it- like the set is yeah. shittier? Boring like, zombie. In, a, in the yeah. original, it was like a you know the cool morgue and stuff. Yeah, the morgues always look so good. There's also Moses does he does this multiple times this is the first time where like the guards rush in and he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry like i repent whatever forgive me please yeah like goes down (laughs) on his knees and has someone come over and then he just like grabs the guy's nuts but he does this fake out like over and over again where he's like oh no no i'm sorry Forgive me, please. Forgive me. It's yeah. just weird. Like, the movie is very repetitive in these things. It's and pretty, they don't make a lot of sense. It's pretty childish. It's kind of a bummer. But basically, the guards come in, and the warden comes in, and they just lock up the bald zombie guy. Clean that man up. 
and get him to the hole. So they put him in solitary, which for some reason they call the death house. It's really funny. Like there's a dialogue where they're like, they call it the death house. It's where you go before you die. And everyone knows it's called death row. In movies, they call this the death house. But you guys wouldn't call it that. What do you call it? The death house. Isn't death row a very common phrase? Well, I guess they, yeah. they gave it a nickname. That's fine. It's silly. <laughs> so anyway, the reagent breaks. They drop the reagent. Yeah. It shatters, right? Um, yeah, yeah, which actually, all of the, like, the vials and the syringes look like they're made out of glass here. Yeah. And I found that Go interesting on. because in the original <laughs> reanimator, West actually has a moment where he has one of his vials and he's like, oh, plastic, you know, oh, thank goodness uh, yeah. for plastic. What a great, you know way of keeping things that is curious fucking break and i guess nobody learned from that (laughs) he's using all glass shit and it's supposedly like stuff that was his work so what are you doing west come on (laughs) i just switched to glass yeah (laughs) what the fuck i was gonna say the funny thing is is that like now that this bald zombie guy is in solitary and the rat has been taken that's kind of like the two pivotal things which like cause the <laughs> yeah. entire movie to yep. we basically yep. finish the film. We could just skip to the finale now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, but, but first we need to have some really natural chemistry between Phillips and Laura because oh they immediately start dating. Like I think he meets her outside. Hi there. Uh, hi. How about I drive you home? So I got to drive you home and we get some, this horrible dating scene. They have no chemistry. <laughs> I'm so sorry about the tofu. <laughs> hey, I should have smelled it. This pizza is great. I've had a great time. Great. I was really impressed by the way you handled that interview today. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's very similar. So, so when Wes is leaving that operating room, he's like, watch out for her. She's trouble. Watch out for her. She's trouble. Oh, like yeah. he, he gives him the total Dan thing. Like, mm-hmm. Don't mess with women. Mm-hmm. Then they meet outside and they go back to her house for food, which happens to be Italian food, which is all from like Bride of Reanimator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hope you like he garlic. Gives- Hope you like garlic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I kept saying that over and over again. Where I'm like, I guess it's a callback. They show the worst looking pizza I've ever seen. Oh my God. Well, it's just yeah. Spanish pizza. So they filmed this in Spain. <laughs> oh, it's true. It's oh, really it's bad. True. It looks like it has like red cabbage well, on it. Like This is one other set too. It's like her apartment. Oh, we spent some time in. But it's like again, bedroom, it's just yeah. like, it looks fake they had so, to explain to some like spanish restaurant how to make pizza yeah <laughs> and they did and they still got it <laughs> yeah. and i feel like he just recounts that he saw his sister die why are you doing your residency in the joint really why howard i saw my sister die when i was a kid i'm so sorry yeah, yeah. He, he he tells a story about his sister dying <laughs> then he tells her like you remind me of my sister and then they yeah. make out. My expression reminds me of Emily. Your sister. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, there is a weird inc- incestual vibe yeah. to their relationship and his attraction to her, which is very weird. And, yeah. yeah. And even like besides that, these two have like no chemistry. I think I said that like 
two toasters bumping into each other have more chemistry <laughs> yeah, than these two. Yeah. So oh, true. Man. The really kid who stuck his head under his sister's like nightdress had more yeah. chemistry, which is a <laughs> really upsetting <laughs> thing. Yeah. And it's that's the thing. Like Bruce Abbott and Barbara Crampton are great. You know, you want to watch them. Yeah. yeah. One thing, one good thing about this movie is we don't spend as much time with these two characters as I thought we would at this point. Because at yeah. this point, like when we get this dating scene with only these two, we're like, oh shit, these are going to be the real main characters. Like, mm. and they suck (laughs) yeah but thank god that doesn't really happen too badly i guess yeah i can't really remember what happens next they try to make more reagent is that it yeah there's just kind of like we get a little science montage where again all these characters the motivations are kind of confusing because like this guy is now he's just helping west just make reagent and stuff yeah he's just his little helper they find a spare room they set up his little lab and they start to make reagent we need a lab space somewhere private Yes. I think this will do. And I think this is when West explains the MPE thing. Mm. Mm. This phenomenon, NPE, nanoplasmic energy, is not just in the brain. I have found minute traces of MPE throughout the central nervous system, and I believe that it is present in every cell of the body. This is the catalyst. This it's the force that tells the cells how to grow. He goes into detail about like how you can reintroduce rational behavior by with this little battery, this little strange thing. And he's doing yeah. experiments on the rat because he basically has like a yard date with the guy who owned the rat who's going to like kill Combs yeah. since the rat is missing. Yeah, Like that is like the big threat <laughs> to West is that he took someone's rat and now that guy's gonna <laughs> beat him up. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And then after this scene, we get the first nudity, which is uh. <laughs> the worst. So, <laughs> so I forgot. So this movie, it, like, it shows you anything you don't want to see is what it shows you. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. like, we cut to the sex scene, and it's like the guy is on top, and his like butt is facing the camera, and even his legs are kind of spread. So I swear to God, you could like see his butthole. It's not like a flattering position at all. Like a, a guy's butt, sure, why not? We've got like lots of ladies naked here. Have a guy's butt on camera, great. But the the angle just really yeah. Oh yeah, if you yeah. Cha- if you change the contrast and like turn up the brightness on that shot, you're you're gonna get some. Bottles. It's kind it's of better. shocking mainly that you're just like, whoa, like I yeah. did not expect to see up that guy at that angle, and I didn't want to. And it's yeah. And then the funny thing is, they kind of roll over, and then they immediately cover themselves. So the only nudity you get, <laughs> <laughs> the only nudity is like his butthole. Yeah. Yeah. There is gratuitous nudity at the end, but it's a, a prop. Bit, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's God. like, you started filming after you could see up my butthole, right? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. sure. I feel like for that actor, he was like, hey, how'd that come out? And the director's like, fine. <laughs> he was like, hey, okay. And the actor's like, you couldn't see my butthole, could you? And the director's like, I don't think so. Because no, it's in my contract that you don't fill my butthole. Yeah. And he's like, well. Why? Uh, Why? I think the whole point of that entire scene, too, was to show that she has maybe started to do research into Herbert West. Yeah. yeah. She's the, yeah. Let me go for it. Sorry. No, I think that was it. Well, and they set up like a, a thing where she's like, I could play it by like play it safe or I could go for it. Which should I do? And he's like, uh, we're naked in bed. So I'm going to say, let's go for it. So what do I do? 
play it safe or go for it. No question. You gotta go for it. And she's like, yeah. And they keep coming back to this as if it's a thing and we're going to care about it. And yeah, that's the thing. No. Like, nobody gives a shit. <sighs> yeah. And additionally, I think this plot <sighs> line goes nowhere because yeah, the camera pans and we see that she has like a thousand cutouts of West, all these like newspaper clippings about the Miskatonic massacre. I don't think it matters at all. I don't think no. she ever even <clears throat> like mentions West. It's all about her and this Howard character. So it's really yeah. weird that they, set this up so purposefully. Yeah, I think there's maybe some tension with her and the warden because the warden's like kind of this egomaniac who's like, you're here to make me you know, because I'm so great and and stuff. And she's like, she's actually there for West. But it doesn't matter. Like, the warden could just go away and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Well, no, and it's just another that just sets up where she tries to kind of like use her feminine wiles to get access, but it just ends up horribly for her and ends up in a situation where she's yet again being like sexually harassed and abused and it's just really unpleasant like the meg scene with hill and the first one is really unpleasant it's one of my like least favorite just because it's so upsetting but it it makes sense within the narrative and like has justification for being there and this just ugh, it just felt so like yeah no and she's stupid like she's (laughs) not a smart character she bribes somebody to go see moses who's mm-hmm. locked up in a straitjacket and walks up to him and basically like grabs his shoulder and then is like, oh no, now he's attacking me. And you're just like, I, it's hard to give a shit about characters who do stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Barbara Crampton does actually work as like a smart student. You know, she actually can play yeah. smart, especially in From Beyond. She plays yeah. really smart. She's got these big glasses. Yeah. And I don't know if she seems like an actual scientist, even though. Yeah. 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 And this poor woman does not feel like a journalist. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, okay. Oh, God. Yeah. So the next day, I think next day comes around. Once again, Cabrera is on Combs' ass. Like, today's the day, Cabron. Today's the day, Cabron. Today's the day. And I'll see you in the yard. You're a dead man. A dead man. I'm going to kill you because you took my pet rat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking rat. And they decide to test this reagent and they bring the rat back. And it works because this time they reanimate him using the green slime. Mm-hmm. And then they use the nanoplasmic energy battery to, and then the rat's fine. It's like a normal rat. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it? <laughs> it works. <laughs> yeah. He like, he yeah. gives it to Cabrera and he's like, I returned his friend to him. Any last words, pendejo? Huh. Ready? What happened? I gave him his pet back. You know, but the rat's not quite right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that scene, though. It's so badass. Like, there's all these, like, buff guys, all prison guys, and, like, you know, Cabrera, yeah, yeah. Cabrera's, like, got a big knife. He's, like, holding out to Combs' throat. And he's like, any last words? And then Combs just kind of, like, shows him the rat. And he's <laughs> like so happy and then comes just kind of strolls past all these like buff dudes the prisons have this many weights is this a real thing because even in the yard they're like lifting weights they're like doing bench presses i have no idea 
if you're in prison and listening to Combs Crew, leave us a comment and let me know. <laughs> yeah, if you've please got, do. You know how many weights you have? I mean, I, I'm sure. Are yeah. Spanish prisons different? Because <laughs> I'm sure even like between American ones are different. I don't know. Well, let's say you run a prison. Mm-hmm. Do you really want all of your inmates getting like Super Saiyan on you in that prison? Do you want them to all be immensely buff? Doesn't that make your I job harder? It's a good outsource of yeah, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, get the energy out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. I mean, if, if my job was to be a prison guard, I wouldn't want every single inmate to just be pumping weights all day. <laughs> you just weaken them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just give them all PlayStation Fours with Elden Ring loaded, so they can just <laughs> play Elden Ring all day. And as many pet rats as they want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the prison. Just give them lots of soda and Playstations, <laughs> and then they're happy. And easy to control and diabetic. So you can do the catcher cell white thing with, with oh my uh, insulin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. So some that's, that's a Star Trek t-shirt sound reference. <laughs> so um, if you're in prison and you got that reference, <laughs> leave us a review on Okay. So okay. so yeah, so Kat, you mentioned this. Laura, first she hits on the warden again for some reason. She says she wants to take him out to dinner to interview him. I don't know why that matters. Afterwards, I'll need you for a few hours for an in-depth interview. I'd be happy to do the interview. If. If? If we conduct it over dinner tonight. That way you can get to know the man behind the office. After my tour? And then after that, she talks to some guard and is like, hey, I want to see the bald guy, the horrible bald zombie. I want to see the bald zombie. And the guard's like, no way. And she's like, what if I give you $5? Or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I do love too that she says like, my newspaper gives us a stipend or yeah. something, which just felt like such old school. Like, really? Do they give you money to bribe prison guards so you can go see zombies? You know, I'd really like to talk to him. Nope. Not a chance. My editor gives us an expense account for stories. How much are we talking here? And she is so dumb because the prison guard is like, okay, you can see him, but here's the deal. I have to just lock you in there for 10 full minutes. And if you have any trouble, <laughs> you're, if you're you have any trouble, your you're on your own. Yeah. And she's like, okay. Cell door has to be locked at all times. I'll be back for you in 10 minutes. And what if I need you? Do I call? Not a sound. Yeah, she's like, what if I get in trouble? And he's like, well, you have to be very quiet because you'll get in trouble if anybody hears you. And she's like, all right. (laughs) Just locks her in there. I also, like, I didn't remember when this happened. This is all starts to, like, just kind of blur. And we're not even talking about Combs that much. Yeah, like, like well, this whole part's really weird because the warden ends up showing up there Mm -hmm. in the cell. He's doing his, like, bravado thing. You must think I'm an idiot. No, I don't. Really? You're a very intelligent man. Fascinating. I don't like it when people lie to me. I wasn't lying. He gets his ear bitten off by the bald guy. Yeah, and then then he kills the bald guy with his little walking cane. His cane, yeah. 
Yeah. And then just un unperturbed by his ear being bitten off. Yeah. He like demands Laura show what it show him what she'll do for him. Am I the most fascinating man you've ever met? Yes. And you would do anything for me? Show me. He's just like, you're about bitten like, off. Get onto her knees, which Ugh. I just really hated. But yeah, he's, he's is he holding his ear at that point? He has, I mean, it's fully off. Yeah. And he's still just so focused on sexually harassing her. It's so weird. It's really weird, yeah. too, because he's acting like he has leverage over her. Like he's yeah. acting like she's in big trouble. When really, like, they were both attacked by this bald zombie. So I don't see why she should be in trouble. You know, like no, really the no. guard should be in trouble. But he's like, You're you're in deep shit for this. Yeah. yeah. And he, then he kills her. Yes. He just chokes her. <laughs> she, yeah. He asks her to, you know, do a favor for him. She kind of runs to the door. He just fucking chokes her out. It's awful. It's awful. It's just such a shitty turn for her character who uh, obviously we're like not attached to but it's still just like come on yeah yeah <laughs> no it's rough i'm losing track of the goddamn story at this point yeah so now we go back to the lab yeah west is saying how nanoplasm is the same in all creatures it doesn't matter if it's a rat or a human it's mm. always the same whatever you've got some more of that stuff no this is ratty's npe i gave ratty the nanoplasm of a different rodent but aren't the two animals different? Absolutely not. Nanoplasm is a completely neutral energy. It's the same in rats, dogs, human beings. Hang on. You want to put this in a Moses? Yeah. Look, going from rat to rat is okay, but transferring from species to species, it's not right. Because he has a vial of rat nanoplasm. Yes. From like another rat that we haven't even seen. It's some off-camera rat. <laughs> some other rat he electrocuted. <laughs> it's actually a story. That's actually like what they say. It's, it's true. Like, I got it from another it's rat. True, yeah. Sorry, continue. Well, so they bring in Laura. Uh, I wrote, Dr. Yelling yells no. No! <laughs> yeah. So he like undoes it. And he's just like, no! He doesn't know it's her in the body bag. It's like this, yeah. this body yeah. bag and mm-hmm. he's heartbroken. He does the Darth Vader no. Yes. Yeah. No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. West brings out the reagent, and this is one of Combs's best lines in the whole thing, where he's just like, "Well, she's not getting any fresher. She's not getting any fresher." Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's adamant that you should not reanimate Laura. But Combs is like, "Hey, come on, yeah, that's all it yeah. takes. Let's do it." Yeah, he's like, "Well, when you put it that way, why not inject her with this horrifying liquid?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, guess what? It doesn't go very well. Yeah, but it doesn't go that badly. <laughs> No, yeah. it doesn't go as bad as it has in the past. He injects her with the reagent, but then like a second later, he gives her something else and they call it some scientific thing. I didn't write it down, but he says just to like make sure she's calm or something. And I'm like, where was this? Yeah. Just a data. I think they just a data. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, I think they said it was Thorazine. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you inject him with that and they just get kind of chill. Yeah, like, when was that? She had done that up? 13 years ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been something if he'd been experimenting with stuff this stuff where he's like, well, I've figured out how to keep them from completely going like feral. Because mm-hmm. and, but then it is weird. Like she's kind of herself, but not herself. She's just like a scared zombie. Yeah. I think it's the tone shift right here is really weird. Cause you've like you've just reanimated this woman who's been murdered by a guy who was like trying to sexually assault her. Yeah. yeah. And then we so go odd. into a prison cell 
where there's like just a bunch of rat slapstick humor. It's like, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the, Moses, you know, the bald zombie. Somehow they don't really show it. He's like escaped from that cell and he's just climbed back to his own cell. He's gone, <laughs> he's gone all the way from death row, which he shouldn't be able to, to escape, I would assume. And he goes no. all the way back to his own cell and he's in his own cell and he's like trying to eat his, his friend's pet rat. Yeah, the <laughs> so, rat is like down his throat. It's bad. And also, like, I don't think we've talked about the music so far besides the intro song. The intro song, great. But the rest of the music in this movie is terrible. It's all over the place. Yeah. It's very yeah. inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. Very inconsistent. And, like, here we're getting, like, this really goofy slapstick kind of song. It's bad. Yeah. Um, but there's this strange, like, slapstick thing where... The bald guy's trying to eat the rat. Like a guard comes in. I think the guard's name is Sergeant Macho, by the way. <laughs> what? Name is. No. <laughs> but like the bald guy spits the rat onto Sergeant Macho's face and then it bites his nose and bites goes his down nose. his shirt. There's some hijinks, and then actually the bald guy kills the guard. Yeah. He yeah. just like murders the guard with the nightstick. And then, boom, all the prisoners are loose because, you know, the guard is there. They just leave. They pull some switch. Mm-hmm. Prison break. Prison riot. Yeah, and Cabrera um, opens all of the... He's like, it's time to party or something and opens all of the things. It's party time! And uh, this is one of my favorite parts. It's just how quickly this prison turns into just a dystopian nightmare. It's like <laughs> 20 minutes later, yeah. everything's on fire. Nobody, tr- nobody is trying to leave. Like, yeah, that's just the crazy to, like, thing. Create as much havoc and fire and chaos. It's, it's. I mean, the prison system should be abolished. But like this movie is just wild in its depiction of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, if they left, then they would have to film in different locations. <laughs> that's true. And that's, di- that's, that's true. difficult. They'd have to move the lights to true. a different room. They're like, Jeffrey that's Combs true. is still here. Why would we all leave? Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah. of Jeffrey Combs, <laughs> he's in the lab and the Warren come, the ward, warden comes in and like accuses him of doing illegal research and slaps Combs so hard. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, it's incredible. It's I, I rewatched that. Just, I, I was curious. I hope Combs wasn't actually hurt from that because that was, it looked, it looked brutal. pretty real. And I know. It, it actually sounded real, right? Which, like, based yeah. on the sound effects of every other, yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't real, I feel like it would have been like whoop, and like that actually sounded like skin, like hand on skin. Yeah. yeah. No, and like he falls into this table. And, oh, man, no, it's rough. But either way, Combs did a great job. I hope he yeah. wasn't actually hurt. Well, now our our enemy in life is, <laughs> I'm trying to find the name of the actor, Nico Baisas. <laughs> Nico Baisas. Yeah. We're coming for you, Nico. Yeah. You yeah. better not. You're listening to this. <laughs> Nico, you better, you better not come to Combs Con, Nico. Yeah. <laughs> you slapped our boy, Jeff. You better, we're coming for you, you better Nico. leave us a nice review, and we're still going to come find you. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, that's the wrong actor. Oh, no. Nico, you were the best actor aside from Combs. Sorry. Sorry, it's Simone. It's Simone and Drew. Oh, Simone. Simone and Drew. We're we're coming for you, Simone. Simone, we're going to meet up with you on Sunday night in the ring. Just you and me, Simone. We're calling it Combs. We're going to slap you so hard. Yeah. We're going to slap you harder than you slap Combs. We're going to break our hands slapping you. 
You think you could slap Combs and get away with it? Meet me in the ring, brother. <laughs> Come on through, Simone. Okay, I was looking at the cast, and it just reminded me that there is an, there's a second, another character named Speedball who is just a drug oh, yeah. addict that we've just seen. Yeah. I think it's around here. He gets a thing of the reagent and starts just, like, injecting yeah. it. And that was another that was, like, that could have been something, but it was just yeah. – I'd, I'd already forgotten about it. That's much later, but that's fine. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's – I will say, like, this is when the film actually gets a lot better now because it just kind of turns into chaos. Yes. Yeah. Goofy shit starts to happen. Yeah. We get more special effects, thank God. There's really been no special effects up to this point besides, like, some light – besides the beginning. There hasn't been any good special effects for a long time. Yeah. Now yeah. it's kind of just like chaos from here to the end. No, it's at least exciting. And uh, all the boring characters are either indisposed or... Yeah. Well, yeah. And Wes actually <laughs> feels like he comes alive a little bit in, within this yeah. chaos. Like, I feel like Combs has a lot more to do and a little bit more space to do it. Mm-hmm. And I do yeah. feel like that's the most fun in terms of, like, seeing the character. Well, and he just is starting to actually do stuff. Mm. Yeah. And I think it feels good, too, because, I mean, Laura's a zombie... And Andrew is actually doing things. And again, like at the beginning, it just focuses so much on their romance and it's so lame. Yeah. It's so, so now that that's gone, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yay, the movie can happen. Yeah. So Combs has taken, West has taken the warden's nanoplasm at this point, right? Well, he well he kills the warden. He kills the warden. Because yeah. the warden yeah. comes in and is pissed off. And I think Combs hits him in the head with a big barrel or something. That's right. It was a barrel and then something else. Oh, he took his own staff and like oh, yeah. smacked him with that oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, the warden isn't dead, but he's like almost dead. And they yeah, make a but, point of that. You know. They're like, he's dying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. but you can't be yeah. dead. You have to take the nanoplasm from something that's still living. Mm. Yes, because when yeah. you die, it leaves you. Yeah. So what happens is like Combs wanted to put the rat nanoplasm in Laura. But Phillips was like, no, you can't put rat nanoplasm in her. It's gross. <laughs> basically. Yeah, basically. Why not? Because it's cross-species. Then she'll stay like this. Is that what you want? No. And so then Combs is like, all right, then I'll just kill the warden and we'll take his nanoplasm and we'll put his nanoplasm in Laura. Which is grosser than a rat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The warden yeah. is bad news. Ratty seems pretty cool, although, but then later is not cool. I don't know who to mm. like in this movie. Yeah. But he does it. They electrocute the warden, because I guess you have to do that to make the nanoplasm gather. They take his nanoplasm, put it in Laura. It works. She wakes up and is like normal. But then she has some, so there's a little CGI where like you see this weird ball go like up her <laughs> chest and... Yeah, and for the rest of the movie now, she's like half warden and half Laura. I love when she wakes up. She goes, "Something happened to me. Something happened to me." You could say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, I did. You know, that's the way to put it. Yeah, there is a whole conversation earlier where um, West is talking about how, like, when the human body dies, it loses three to four grams of weight. Is that what he said? Which has been like. Yeah. And he's basically saying, like, whatever that is, is what he's able to harness. So there is, like, this little bit of science. But the science just feels like such an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it just looks like CGI and kind of, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, at least, like, it's at least a new concept, I guess. Yeah. So for the rest of the movie, she is half Laura and half the evil warden. And even when she talks, like, her voice kind of goes between the two. Mm-hmm. And then kind of off camera, Combs puts Raddy's nanoplasm into the warden. And then the warden becomes half warden, half rat. <laughs> which, 
and like they change his makeup a little bit. So like he's got these kind of rat teeth and he acts, sometimes he scuttles like a rat. Yeah. I did like, this was like one of my favorite parts of the movie was actually like the hybrid people. Yeah. I think is kind of a clever idea within the reanimator franchise. Yeah. It's something new. It's something new. Yeah. And like the effects were like, there's sometimes an effect of like, something almost under her skin and yeah, stuff. Yeah, she gets lumpy. But it it was still just a little <laughs> confusing. Like, I just feel yeah. like it would have really benefited from even just a little bit of, like, this is something he's been working on earlier and seeing some of how it played out because yeah. it was all of a sudden, like, she's half Warden, half Laura, and he's half Warden, half Rat. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Mm-hmm. And yeah, this would have been like, a fun, like, half yeah. normal rat, half some other kind of rat. Like, it was just... <laughs> yeah, who knows what Ratty is? It's very hard to follow. Yeah. There's actually one important detail I missed. Like, there's a cool... When West reanimates the Warden, we actually get, like, a point of view shot from the Warden's uh, like body. Oh yeah, that's because, like a cool effect. Yeah, and, and Wes yeah. talks a little bit, and he's like, he's basically reanimating him out of spite. Yeah, because he says like, because he put him in three years solitary. Those three years in solitary were very instructive. I did my best work in there. And Wes purposely leaves the door unlocked because he's like, well, there's a prison riot happening upstairs, and like they're gonna find you in five minutes, so I'll just let him find you. Do you hear that? There's a riot going on up there. The animals are running the zoo. They'll make their way down here quite soon, I think. I'll just leave this door wide open so they find you. You know, mm-hmm. and you're the warden and you suck, so they're going to hate you. Yeah, so. and is this is this West in his classic outfit now? Yeah. He's changed yeah. something. He somehow found. <laughs> He's looking class. good. He's yeah. looking a lot better. But this backfires so badly because like he, <laughs> he, he reanimates him, leaves the door open, and then the warden ostensibly just like leaves yeah. <laughs> and is just like, he's still the villain of the movie. Yeah. In fact, like the next scene, he whips Combs with his cane, knocks him out and like takes all of Combs reagent for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is a classic West that he's just like, well, you've been reanimated. Now I'm going to turn my back on you. <laughs> <laughs> Please take a note West. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're basically in like the big finale, like the last 25 minutes for all this. Like, so <sighs> Laura is half warden and half Laura. She's being chased by like a thousand rapists. It's like, terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Really uh, she and also yeah. like her hand starts to kind of twitch almost like the warden is like controlling that hand. It reminded me of like, you know, evil dead. Yeah. yeah. He's got to Ash Williams that hand off. You know? <laughs> it's super evil daddy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Cabrera and a few other inmates see Laura and they're like, we're just going to chase you around and threaten to rape you for a long time. And so there's like a long cat and mouse game. It's terrible. Yeah. But I really hated that the part of her that seemed to want to fight them off was like the warden. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the female part of her was just this like helpless victim. And the only like the male part was the aggressive like kind of salvation Ugh, it was just all of it was pretty garbage yeah well, yeah and then the same thing like right after that is when the bald guy attacks the nurse and you oh, realize yeah. that she's not wearing underwear and then he like bites her boob like yeah castle freak. yeah castle like, freak. Castle just freak. like castle yeah. freak giorgio but that part was, i mean <laughs> the reveal when he rips open her she's wearing like a very tight lab coat it's like a sexy lab coat that someone would wear on halloween like a sexy nurse yeah but it rips open and she is topless bare boobs and then she has like thigh high stockings it is ridiculous like (laughs) the idea that a human woman 
is dressed that way. <laughs> she was a prison nurse. At a prison <laughs> as a nurse is so weird yeah. and just offensively dumb. Like it was just. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she actually survives. I, that's the only thing that happened. She's rescued pretty soon after that, but what a trauma. Yeah. And yeah. again, this character, she's in so many scenes, but she was clearly only there to get naked. From the, you could yeah. tell from the very beginning yeah. <laughs> that she was there to get naked. It sucks. But the idea of like before too is that they realize she's there when they realize that Moses is not in his cell, and they're like split up, and the two prison guards like run in one direction, and she just sets off on her own, and immediately you're like, oh no, this is going to be bad. Yeah. yeah, but she does. Um, I mean, like there's a scene where she's hiding from all of the gangsters. Like they're she's hiding, and then I think the next time we see her, she's just like chopped them all up, like with a giant knife. It's kind of strange because like it's it's so abrupt that it mm. almost seems like a hallucination. But no, she's like chopped them into very small pieces, and there's like nothing yeah. left. And this is when we get all those junkie scenes. It's really weird. We get like four scenes of this junkie just repeatedly injecting himself with the reanimator. He loves it. <laughs> he's like, it he's really like, yeah. This has some wacky orchestral music. It's the craziest music. <laughs> it's yeah. so Again, it's not bad, but it just doesn't fit with the other music that has been happening. It's so jarring. Yeah. And his story is he, he injects himself like 10 times until he just like explodes. And yeah. then he asks, yeah. and then even though he's exploded, he like, it's kind of cute. He like walks up, exploded corpse walks up and is like, can I have some more? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That's it. That's a story. And also his eye pops yeah. out and it pops out by like West feet. And Wes just like picks that up like a fallen penny and puts that in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Use that later. Yeah. <laughs> I do love so when West is in his outfit. I guess when he's talking to the warden before he gets knocked out, I do love the line where he's like, there's an early release program and I qualify. <laughs> I'd like to stick around for the results, but I can't. You see, there's a new early release program just today and I qualify. <laughs> <laughs> But then he needs to get his reagent, so he goes, and this guy is like locked in with, and he's like, "That's mine. <laughs> this is mine, you fucker." But the guy's like, "I'm gonna inject it." Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of losing track because, like, it's just this big battle royale right now. It's yeah, insane. A lot is yeah. happening at the same time. Yeah. Um, the next major thing I have is Laura biting off the warden's penis and pushing him in the chair. Oh, I forgot about that too. Yeah. Is that somewhere in there? That's like right near the end, I think. I oh, is mean, it? Does Maybe. anything happen in between then? Right. I don't yeah, know. I have like Bradley's owner is just a torso who drops down from the ceiling. Oh, almost. yeah. I can't that, remember I, when that That happened. was cool. That, that was to, cool. in my notes, is after the dick biting. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Brera, like, his legs are gone. Now he's just like a torso. The effect looks really good. It's a great little effect, actually. It is yeah. a great effect. But, I mean, like, it's what really happened? St- I, I have no idea what happened. It is totally sold by that actor, though. Yeah. He does yeah. a really good he job really of, like, moving job. around where it looks like he's just kind of propping himself up against walls. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of like the idea that, like, he was shown to be doing, like, strength exercises, like, upper body strength exercises. So now, you know, he's able to get around with his arms. Yeah. With all that upper body strength. <laughs> There's one really funny shot where he launches his body at West, just like Street Fighter 2. Like, he, like <laughs> yeah. Honda. He really does. Yeah. He Honda. Lukoi attack. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sound he had to mix. But it's just his battle royale now because yeah. Laura is just like fighting Phillips. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why, but they're having a, it's a long fight scene. There's a lot of fighting now. Yeah. Well, and like they, they're kissing at one point and then she starts basically being like, I'm being taken over. You got to kill me. Like this, this shit is worse than death. 
You got to end it. Oh yeah. She like takes off. She's in like a weird. She strips down to like a leather, like yeah. one yeah. piece undergarment. Yeah. Why just for the fight scene. Cause yeah. it's yeah. like, it's like a mortal Kombat costume. Basically she's like <laughs> yeah. Melina or something, but <laughs> it's um, really weird. But yeah. So she yeah. ends up getting Phillips in the same position he was in with his sister before she got killed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, she has her legs wrapped around his head and is like trying to kill him. But then there's a little bit of her in there. That's like, you know, you need to kill me. I'm getting taken over. Please, please, don't let it go on. You have to kill it. So he just like slits her throat over and over again until her head falls off. Yeah. And at the same time, does, is this where West electrocutes the warden. ratty warden? Yeah. 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 We should say though, the Philip Laura fight does go on for a long time. Yeah. It's like a long fight scene. Oh, yeah. Well, like we skipped the penis part, too. Oh, well, you mentioned it, but we didn't talk about it enough. <laughs> okay. We didn't talk about it enough. There's a few details. Exactly. That's right about here. Yeah. So so we're perfect in the chronology to discuss the <laughs> penis part. Well, there's one yeah. other thing, too. Sorry. So there's one thing which is kind of an interesting premise, which would have made a better film, mm. where the warden is now talking about the reagent, and he's, oh, it's a... I was drawing a penis. Catherine's doing a little bit of penis. But this is a better premise for a movie, actually. Because at this point, the warden just has a little dialogue, and he's like, oh, what's, one thing I hate about killing people in the electric chair is I die too fast. Mm-hmm. It's like from alive to dead in a second. He goes, with this reagent, you could just like kill people forever. And there's all, yeah. there's all these bodies that have been hung up. Like they're, you know, they're like, in a noose, like hung by their necks, mm. and they're all alive now. And it's actually like kind of a creepy shot because, like, it's all these people who are hung yeah. by their necks, and they're still alive. No, and it's they, a bummer. They ostensibly will be alive for like a long time, and that's yeah. actually a cool premise. But it's just something he just says at the end. That should have been the movie. <laughs> yeah. that that's like, been- if you combine what, what Kat was saying earlier, where it's like you come in, the warden's doing that, yeah. using West. West has gone off the fucking deep end, and it's like I don't fucking care. Who, yeah. who cares? Yeah. And then you get this doctor that tries to almost rehabilitate West into doing like the good. That'd be cool. Yeah. Kind of completing some art. Well, and then it kind of like, yeah, if the warden has his shit that he's been doing, but West, as long as he's able to make the reagent and play around with stuff and doesn't really care what happens to the bodies after he's done his experiments. And then you see that the warden has this like torture chamber that he's just kept all these people to be able to like torture them over and over again. And Wes is kind of like, "Uh, oops, like that would have made a lot more sense. It would have tied everything together. Yeah. It's funny because now the warden has motivation. Now the warden's like, hey, I could use reagent to make execution worse. And it's like the last two minutes of the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It was almost like he needed to have his penis bitten off to find that motivation. Yeah. Yeah. So much earlier in the film, he asked Laura to like, you know, give him a blowjob and it doesn't happen mm. uh, because she, because he just kills her. Right. And then they kind of repeat that scene like beat for beat where he asks again, you don't see anything, but she bites it off. Yep. And flings it all over to the floor. And you do see it in the distance. You see the little prop yeah. kind of roll off. Yeah. And then importantly, you see Ratty. <laughs> Ratty rolls the penis off screen. Yeah. Yeah. Just rolls like- it. Yeah, it really focuses on Ratty moving that penis off screen. That was also so like he's harassing her again, but now she is reanimated, and she has half of him, his consciousness within her. Yeah, and it seems like that is the part that decides to bite his penis off. It just gets yeah really confusing and right. really weird to try to figure out. 
And I mean, one obvious misopportunity is that she's half warden, and now she's yeah. she's in the same room with the warden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you think like there'd be some scene where like the warden's talking to him, himself or his own body or something? You know, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Or it's, just something. It's literally there. his consciousness in her, and the warden's right there, but it doesn't really get brought up. It's just like two separate fight scenes that are happening. It's kind of the same thing with the bride too, where like I would have expected she is seemingly the first person that. Combs has been able that West has been able to do this to to like bring back and and get regain a consciousness within her and he has no interest in her like he has no interest in being like I want to see how this plays out I want to be able to study her I want to be able to like it would have almost made sense of like the combination especially if he'd had a previous relationship with the warden where they had kind of worked together if this like version of Laura had been um, like, that could have been something, but it, it is like West never has any interest in the women. Yeah. He's always just like, nah, like get, uh, get rid of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you already mentioned this, but we're basically at the end of the movie because mm-hmm. Phillips chops off Laura's head. He asks West to reanimate her. And there's kind of a sad scene where he calls Laura Emily, which is his yeah. sister's name. Yeah. And it actually took me a second to get that because I forgot the sister's name. Same. Because it's from the first move, minute of the movie. Yeah. Well, which is also very weird and gross. That he's like, this woman that I've been having sex with, I I really identify yeah. her as my dead sister. There's also like the horrible thing. It's not funny. But where the cop is talking to him and he's like, I saved her. Like I did what I had to do. And the cop is just like, hey, let, let me have it. And like <laughs> takes her head, which is yeah. her, that's the reveal that we saw him cut her neck, but she's been fully decapitated. And the, I feel like the cop's just like, okay, let me have that. <laughs> you just gotta let that go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think it's here where he says like, I gave her life. I gave her life. Which, yeah. you know, he doesn't deserve that line, damn it. Exactly. <laughs> it's a call uh, back to Jurassic Park when oh they my bring God. the dinosaurs back. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. You're off of the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're canceled. I'm canceling it. You generate too much publicity. Yeah, did we say that Wes, Wes gets warden in the electric chair? Yeah, I guess so. And electrocutes it. So <laughs> yeah, Wes takes care of the warden. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Here. yeah. The doctor ends up killing Laura. Yeah, yeah, we have the head there laughing, which mm-hmm. is like a very similar. Did you guys ever see Freddy versus Jason? A long time ago. So it's like the end of Freddy versus Jason. Spoilers for this movie. <laughs> you know, he decapitates Freddy and then like has his head, and then Freddy like winks at the camera. Yeah, and it just reminded me of this so much. And they came out the same year. Oh, wow, shit. both of those movies. This is one of my favorite West things. Is that Phillips is just. Like melting down, yeah. and Wes just reaches down and just like plucks his ID <laughs> off of his, and, like puts it on his shirt, and he's like, "Uh huh, okay, bye, <laughs> bye, bye, gotta get out of here, gotta go." Yep, and yeah. he impersonates him to get out, and he does. Yeah, he takes a body and yep. wheels it. There's a bunch of cops at the entrance because there's a prison fucking yeah. riot going on. No, I like yeah. this a lot because it's very like smart. Yeah. Yes. And he's yeah. like, I have a body here. I'm, I, I need to bring this body. And, mm-hmm. the, and the, you know, the cop pushes back. The cop's like, no, I'm going to leave. He's like, dude, this woman's going to die if you won't let me go by me. Yeah, that's exactly like, what he sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> and the cop's like, okay. This man is critical. I need to get him to Miskatonic General right away. Who are you? Dr. Phillips. Dr. Howard <gasps> Phillips. I run the prison infirmary. Who are you? I want to know who's responsible if this man dies. Okay. Go, go. So this is the first reanimator movie where West just like clearly survives yeah. at the end. 
Yeah. He just kind of strolls off into the fog. He leaves the body somewhere. And then he takes the eye out of his pocket and just drops it on the ground. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, the eye was kind of like, what was the point of that? But whatever. Mm, yeah. It felt yeah like I also didn't reference. understand the point of the eye in the beginning. Like, it felt like it was supposed to come full circle that the kid's like, I have the sheep's eye. And then West has. Well, and they yeah. talk about when you die, the last thing you see is imprinted on your. Was right, that yeah. this? Oh, oh my God. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. I, this mm. movie is. And then um, the That's really it. important thing happens in the mid credits. <laughs> One of cinema's greatest moments in this mid credits. <laughs> yeah, who's who's gonna say it? Oh my god! We get a nice little uh, like a shadow play of the rat like fighting the penis, right? It's all shadows. It's all yeah. shadows. We, we see like well, it we starts see, off yeah. not with shadow, but then it turns to shadow because well. Yeah, we see like the rat drag the penis out. This happening during the credits, by the way. Like the credits are rolling, and yeah. this is like a little thing that's <laughs> happening next to the credits in this little box. And yeah, we see this rat shadow, and we see the penis all of a sudden get stand up, and then they have this little Mortal Kombat fight. Like yeah. truly, they're just like throwing kicks and punches and at each other's sound effects. It's so weird. So weird. I mean, it's so stupid, but oh <laughs> God, I, like you cannot love it. It's just so stupid. <laughs> Well, I almost makes me wish the whole movie had just gone ahead and like done that that silly, like yeah. that silly a tone, yeah, that kind of wild, uh, just like it's like they they it felt like they started to figure out at the very end what yeah. kind of movie it was going to be, mm-hmm. and then it was just over. And you're yeah. like, okay, maybe maybe start over, maybe be like that's how it starts, and then yeah, yeah. you know, I guess Bride is kind of similar in a way because I I always found the beginning of Bride to be a little bit of a bummer. But then, you know, like the last yeah. 20 minutes are just like so much happens and it gets crazy. And I guess it's kind of like yeah. that in a way where, except, yeah. except this is a little more depressing because, you know, it's just Wes is not the same. Yeah. It's not the same Wes. And, and Dan love, isn't uh, here. I don't know. It's just such a bummer. There's like one mention of Dan in the entire <gasps> movie here. Yeah. He says, yeah. my last partner turned state's evidence on me. I expect better things from you. My last partner turned state's evidence against me. I'm expecting better things of you. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and then yeah. he said Dan turned on him, which is, I mean, I, I, I get it, but it's also just kind of sad. They were it partners. Is. I don't know. Well, and like, yeah. when was they that through so much. Happened? Like, after the events of the second one, like, I just, yeah. I kind of, I almost wish they hadn't mentioned Dan at I all. I know. Like, yeah. about that yeah. way, I felt like it, it just raised more questions. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, um, it's a bummer. One kind of interesting thing is like the very first closing credits is actually for the GFX. If you noticed, mm. like it, like uh. like the movie ends and the first credit you see is like GFX by Screaming Mad George. That's like literally the first name they put on screen, which is kind of cool, actually. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, they gave him credit, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was looking through his like his filmography, and I think this was the last movie he did effects for. Oh, oh shit! Really? Yeah, yeah, which is kind of shocking. Then yeah, he- the effects were really great. Yeah, yeah. no, they really cool. were. It just took so long to, for them to happen. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah, sorry. No, no. I was going to say, like, yeah, the jawless zombie is very cool, but that's in the first, like, three minutes. Yep. And then it's truly not until, like, the last 10 minutes that you see any sort of zombie that looks cool again and isn't yeah. just, like, a guy with, you know, a little blood on him or something. Yeah. Yeah, it felt very. I don't have a lot of complaints about the end of the movie, just because there was a lot of weird stuff happening, a lot of gore, yeah. all that type of stuff is great. But, like, it was so concentrated. And there was like an hour of the movie that's just so boring. 
And then at the end, you just have like, you have three or four beats at the end of just ratty and the peanut. (laughs) Yeah. Just spread that out more. (laughs) Yeah. Why are we needing this? Well, and just like the, I, there could have been so much more done with West and Phillips. And I almost wish like if Phillips had been Dan's son, who, you know, like there could have been so many things that, like set up where you felt like there was an actual because there's even like yeah like you said dan i think dan like that phillips is like he should want revenge yeah and it's almost at the end that he's like you killed my sister and it's like where was that energy like right. what are you talking about yeah that you spent 13 years found this guy like became his co-conspirator and then at the end is like wait a second this is all your fault and it's like i just it made no sense. Yeah, no, I totally agree. His motivation is so weird that he doesn't resent West for what happened until like the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. But even though the script has some big problems, I really think the casting is like the biggest yeah, thing here no. because I do feel like just no one had any, no one had any chemistry. Like mm-hmm. Phillips is the new Dan basically he's helping West, but they do not have no the Dan West chemistry at all. Yeah. yeah. Dan West didn't need, I mean, if you, Think about like the lines that Dan and Wes have, you know, like they actually don't have a lot of close scenes, but they just work really well together. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like the scenes that they're in, they just play off each other really well. They don't. And the same is, especially with this, with Laura and Laura yeah. and Phillips, yeah. like they have zero chemistry. Oh my God, they smell chemistry. Yeah. Well, and, like Dan and Wes have this great thing because they're both like students of the same, at the same age. Yeah. Right. You know, and this one, it just, they're never going to match up because of the age difference. Like I think what they needed to play on was something of, West almost jealousy if there was jealousy about this young scientist or something like that or vice versa, but there was just none of that. Yeah. Like someone who had actually studied West's work and was trying to like take it to the next level and West almost being like, you're just a plagiarist. Like you're just, you just took what I did and you're trying to just like model yourself or somebody, or like really was like, oh, it's this young me. And it's yeah. just like, I'm getting older and you have all this. Like, no. yeah. Well, even yeah. if like, if they had Phillips like call West dad by accident, like all the time. And then he gets, <laughs> yeah. and he gets embarrassed. He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Something like that would be fun. Because yeah, he obviously yeah. he's got weird family issues. Mm. Yeah, that could have been, I, that really could have been, it could have been interesting, like if they'd done so many different things. And I feel like it was, Dan was an interesting character because he was like this kind of nice guy who was almost like seduced by the work that West was doing and his curiosity and interest in it is what let him kind of be pulled in that direction away from like, maybe the moral upright, like what, what Meg stood for. And it just, it, yeah. Like Phillips didn't have much direction. Like you didn't really know what he stood for or what he was interested in or why he was doing this. So it's not that interesting to watch him kind of fall apart. Cause you're like, okay. Yeah. I think his main motivation was just to learn about reagent so that he could, I don't think he wants to bring Emily back. Does he want to, or is it just like he wants to prevent that from happening to anyone else? Exactly. I I think he's like, she died and I couldn't bring her back. So I just want to be able to make sure that people don't have to die in such a sad way or or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. But but in the last half of the film, it's just a pure survival thing. (laughs) Like he's trying, he's trying to get Laura out of the prison because the prison's, you know, there's a riot going on and like, you kind of lose his whole motivation. The best Part of the movie for me. Yeah. This this isn't the gasping part. The the, the Combs part. Um, is that they left it open for a fourth movie. Yeah. Which 
I know four people that yeah. could write a really good reanimator. Oh yeah, <laughs> Brian. Final part of the quadrilogy. That's Brian Yuzna, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's the guy who wrote Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh god, I, I will not even <laughs> speak <laughs> his name. It's his name. You know his name, Bob no, Or Bob Or Orky. Is that it? Is it Orky? Anyway, there's some Star Trek Into Darkness and, writer that everyone hates. And Fred Olin Ray. Fred Olin Ray. <laughs> yeah. And let's just let Brian Thompson write it too. Hey, yeah. 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 I like him. He can, oh, yeah. No, I Brian, like him yeah, too. He's, he's great. He's like, you know, I'm not a writer, right? I'm like, whatever. <laughs> shut up. Like, shut up, Brian. Yeah, you're on board as Brian Thompson. <laughs> I'm going to tell Brian Thompson to shut up once in my life in person. <gasps> shut up. What? No, no, no. Oh, but oh, but oh, I shut up with like. In a cute way. Okay. Yeah. So you're losing this in the podcast because there's no video, but I'm doing the hand wave thing. Like, shut up. As I'm waiting. Yeah. <laughs> it's when it's he's like, you have the best podcast I've ever heard. Oh, shut you up. Know. Oh, yeah, exactly. oh, you. Yeah. So I don't think we mentioned at all that this is our 30th episode. Oh, yeah. That's why, that's why we chose to do Reanimator. So we did Reanimator 1 on our 10th. <laughs> 2, we did Bride on our 20th. And we did Beyond on our 30th. Yeah. Yep. Do you guys so, have any regrets for doing this for the 30th? No, but it's kind of a bummer that like <laughs> I was I was joking with Jackie before like if we ranked them, it's just it's just one two three. You can't deny yeah. it. it's one two yeah. three. I mean, yeah. like I, yeah. I think there's an argument to be made that there are some parts of two that are more fun than one, but I will still put one ahead of two. There might be I some agree. sickos out yeah. there who put two over one. Oh my gosh, some <laughs> sick, sick, sick people. Wow, <laughs> I, there are parts. The parts I love of two, I really love. Yeah. Like, hey, no, I don't feel like there's no contest with like one is just so classic. Well, yeah. one has Barbara Crampton, so yeah, yeah. no, that's true. true. Every time I watch, there was a point where I thought that I liked two more than one, and every time I watched two, like I watch the first half, I'm like, how could I put this above one? And then I watch the last twenty minutes, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, and there's some cute, like I don't know. Help you like Garly. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Frances. If only they let poor Laura to speak with an accent. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just let Give, that just poor let her, actress just use that? I know. And not only is she doing the bad American accent, like again, her lines, she literally says a phrase like, I'm Laura, I'm a journalist. She says that like eight times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm Laura, I'm a journalist. It's so Well, cool. especially within like the horror genre, there's so many of those like old Italian, like, you know, horror movies where everyone's speaking a different language and they just dub it all later. And yeah. this one seemed like everything was dubbed later, but we didn't even get them like, just speak with your accent. I don't care. Yeah. 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 They could have. Apparently this is uh Brian Yuzna lives in Spain. And so oh. he was like, <laughs> he was like, I want to do reanimator. And I guess everyone has to come to me. Mm. Sounds a little selfish to me. But it that's sure weird. does. Yeah, but yeah. Charles Bandy move. Oh, yeah, I know. Really. I would lean into it. Lean into it. Have it. Yeah. Have it so that in the story, if you really want to film in Spain, have it so that in the story, for some reason, West went to Spain mm-hmm. because he was wanted by the FBI and the CIA. So he's in Spain. And now he's in a Spanish prison, mm-hmm. you know, and everyone's speaking yeah. Spanish. And he's like a white American guy. And it's all these just Spanish people. Yeah, in the no, Spanish and that prison. would even add another layer to him being like isolated and like he's not even yeah. in his home country anymore. And honestly, yeah. I would kind of love it if he just like accepted a job. Like, yeah, I I think it would have been kind of great. Like, I it's almost what I like about the first and second one is that West has like West the first movie starts with him 
basically like killing his mentor yeah who is a zombie and then he just goes to the miskatonic and like i would love it if they had just continued that where it's like yeah. when things get too hot he just goes to another institute yeah. and they accept yeah. him because they're like well he's a genius like well in the second one they start him harvesting <laughs> stuff from iguanas in yeah. a war-torn whatever yeah. Like, yeah. you can just do that with this one too yeah he got arrested smuggling iguanas into spain yeah, Boom, yeah there you go. perfect and then that gives yeah. it more motivation to get out because i think one of the one of the many problems is that it's 13 years later mm. he does yeah. escape in the movie but we never really get the sense that he was trying to escape or even mm-hmm. or even wanted to escape that badly you yeah, know like no, it, it could have yeah. used one scene where he's like i want to get out of here so i can finish my so i could work more you know but he never you don't get that sense he seems kind of content almost i know which is well, strange. also yeah. i mean throughout the whole movie comes like he just looks miserable like his eyebrows are always upturned and kind of a sad look it's just uh that poor boy yeah. that's i actually think i feel like west would have kind of like he was almost being bullied and stuff because he like took took someone's rat. But I would have almost liked it better if he like almost ran the prison. Like he like was trading stuff yeah. and always was getting people mm-hmm. to do things for him and kept trying to make reagent like in his toilet. Yeah, and it was never like coming out right. Like there could have been a lot of things that he's just like he's so like focused on what he's trying to do. He's There's very manipulative. Like in the in the first and second movies, he manipulates Dan at like every moment. Yeah, and he's really good at it. <laughs> he's always looking like how things can kind of benefit him yeah and like i did feel like they kind of lost that like he yeah. was just very accepting of his situation and like doing this these experiments on the side but i feel like west would be like smuggling in stuff mm-hmm. yeah. and like doing everything he could to like you know when he sees the reagent he's like it's been 13 years and it's like yeah that was like your whole thing yeah like that's what you loved yeah you could take it even further. I like the idea that I like the idea you see him go to prison and then you see 13 years later and just like every single prisoner except for him is now like a reanimated zombie that serves him. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so like, he's like the only non-zombie in the prison and all the guards are like, what the fuck is happening in this prison? <laughs> like yeah. Holmes is like the king of all these zombies and like the guards like just don't know what to do. I like that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the guards have no control of the situation. Just they don't know what's going on. Maybe he's taken some of Hill's research where like he can control all the zombies with like mental yeah. powers. Yeah. That's that it. That would have like been that. like yeah. the next logical step of yeah. like, I feel like him being one, like, Ooh, what can I do with this? And mm-hmm. the guards are almost like deferring to him because he has like this army of zombies at his control. Yeah. <laughs> so like he's, he's like, he's truly running the prison and he likes it because he has this fresh stream of bodies. People keep coming in and he can just do all these experiments, Damn. you know, and he's getting better and better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I would have let, maybe he's like publishing papers from prison and yeah. the warden's like, well, I don't know. You're like giving us a really good reputation. So like do what you're going to do. Everybody's been pretty well behaved since you turned <laughs> them into zombies yeah. that just like, so the yeah, so the warden is like on a side because he's like, you know, whatever. These are all terrible criminals, so who cares that they're zombies? They're well behaved, whatever. Yeah. Like you know, you get some sense of that. But then guess what? The warden gets replaced, yeah, by a hard ass zombie, and that's the inciting incident. So Ew. now like it's this prison just full of zombie slaves for combs and. This new warden like comes in with like intestinators. And- mm, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say this is very similar to Fortress. <laughs> <laughs> and then this character D Day, who is also played yeah. by Combs, Ooh. 
and the, I uh, the glasses. We talked about it, but the glasses were an abomination. Uh, the, it's a crime. The, yes, the normal yeah. West glasses are so great and so iconic, and I was actually really baffled why. Yeah. You know, I really what? want to see a side by side of him and the CSI character. Yeah, that he played, oh, yeah. the veterinarian. They might have the yeah. exact same glasses. Oh, because it's 2003, which is like the worst time for aesthetics in general, yeah. basically. And yeah. that was probably That's the true. same time around CSI, no? Or his so. appearance in it, no? Yeah. But just everything looked gross in the early 2000s. Yeah. We're moving we're moving out of the 90s, but we weren't in like the modern era. And just everything looked like shit. Yeah. Everyone's glasses were bad. <laughs> I do want to say, Combs, if these are your actual glasses, oh, yeah, if, if you wore your actual glasses, <laughs> no. they look phenomenal. Oh, yes. Well done. Well <laughs> done. <laughs> Kudos. And how did you make yourself look younger for this film than you did in the first film? Yeah. Have you been working out in What's those 13 years? Mr. Combs? <laughs> <laughs> I hope he got paid so much money. Oh my gosh. Movie. I hope so. Because I mean, like, they wouldn't be able to make that movie without him. No. In every I regard. It's a really good contract. Yeah, I'm not saying that Combs is the type to take roles just for money. But this felt like it was just kind of like a, okay, fine. I'll go to Spain and I'll do this. Yeah. I hope that all $3 million of that budget went straight to Sir Jeffrey. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if yeah. Spain was actually like, you know, a plus for them too. If, if yeah. that was part of it, it's like Brian's like, hey, you know, I'll pay you money and you could hang out in Barcelona and have tapas. Mm-hmm. Combs yeah. is like, yeah. I want, Combs like, how many tapas? And Brian <laughs> Yezna's like, a lot of tapas. Like, because they're small plates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like how much wine at Chateau Riley? <laughs> there you go. I'll do it for tapas. Okay, well, we watched Beyond Reanimator for our thirtieth episode, Ooh. and what was your guys' favorite part? <gasps> Thirty episodes. Thirty episodes. So, what are we gonna do for forty? Somebody because needs to make another reanimator and then we'll be, you know. Yeah. That. Jeffrey Combs, you got like. So you got to get on that. Jeffrey yeah. Combs, you got like eight weeks to make another reanimator. <laughs> you started Kickstarter yeah. to get him to just film a short film where he's dressed up like Herbert West. And he's like, <gasps> no. Maybe we could watch some. Maybe there must be some fan reanimator movies. Maybe we could watch a fan one. Yeah. Oh. Fan one. Isn't there a new. Mm-hmm. There's a new one from. Oh Lord! Oh, from, from full, full Moon Pictures or whatever. Oh, there yeah. it's so bad yeah. though. It was oh, like I, I have a <laughs> like I do not like seeing like whoever that person is. I'm sure they're very nice, dressed <laughs> up like as if they were West. Like I feel like yeah, I was like absolutely oh, not. How dare you? You are not West. You are not. not. West. I think the most heartbreaking thing with any reboot is when you like recast a very iconic character. It it's just like what they did with Spock. Like you can't you can't replace Leonard Nimoy. At least in my heart of hearts, yeah. It's just too, it's just too much, man. Yeah. <laughs> so the I, replacing West with anyone is just unthinkable. But right now, Zachary Quinto's pausing the podcast and crying. Oh, <laughs> look, Zachary seems like, like a nice guy, but he cannot be Spock. I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. sorry, Zach. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. you have a baby face. Right now, you look you look Z- like a child. Zachary Quinto is crying and leaving <laughs> us a one star review. <laughs> 
That's how I feel about Buffy. Like I'm, I even know too that Christy Swanson was Buffy first, but like Sarah Michelle Gellar is Buffy. And I would be like, I'm always really worried that they're going to do something where they like reboot with a new actress. And it's just like, no, just not that character. Like you can do so much, but yeah, it's called beyond the resonator. And episode four is Herbert West. It's a from, Wait, Beyond the Resonator? Beyond the Resonator. Yeah. So it's like Herbert it's a, West in a From Beyond? It looks like it's it. Like, it's, a mashup. it's like an anthology thing. Oh, I think, yeah. right? no. <laughs> Unacceptable. Really You're canceled. <laughs> you canceled. <laughs> you canceled. You can't do that. I'm canceling it. You generate too much publicity. <laughs> oh, goodness. He canceled. You don't generate any publicity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I was, what do you think about the name Beyond Re- Reanimator? Beyond is such a funny word. It just makes me think of Beyond. Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Bed Bath and Beyond Reanimator. <laughs> well, and it feels like a second. It feels like the second one, where it's like you'd have Reanimator Beyond Reanimator, and, but yeah. you have like Bride of Reanimator, where that always feels like that would be like a f- fourth one, but it's like such a great sequel to. We literally yeah. kept being like, "What's this one called?" And one of us would be like, "Beyond Reanimator," and then we'd be like. I don't think that's it. Like that doesn't, that just found, sounds like something we're like making yeah. up. We're like, yeah, it's not good. I heard it's a prison movie. So that name makes no sense. Oh, that is the name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, like I was joking. It's like a beyond burger where it's not quite as good as the real thing. Mm. Oh, it's true. And it costs a lot more too, actually. Probably the budget <laughs> for this is probably like way bigger than the other. Well, ones. I mean, also yeah, with inflation and stuff. I don't they know. had to go to Spain. Yeah. yeah. And they, they had a big tapas budget. Actually, one before we end, there's one note that I forgot to mention. Howard Phillips, the doctor character, that's actually taken from H.P. Lovecraft because H.P. Oh his, my god, his actual name is Howard Phillips. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little I don't know heavy-handed and yeah, it's like all right, okay, and that and also <laughs> that bald character who's yeah. like all religious. His name is Moses. Because in the Bible, there's a guy named Moses. Oh my God! Not Jesus, but Moses is a different guy. He's the guy with the ark. <laughs> uh, who knows? Um, <laughs> I thought that was Indiana Jones. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. that's true. <laughs> I think he parts the sea. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> for some reason. It's, like he has to get to Relia somehow. Yeah, it's probably part of the sea just like to get stronger because there's actually a lot of scenes in Dragon Ball where they just like shoot, yeah. they shoot beams at the sea. Well, go, Piccolo does that. He just shoots beams at the sea to part it, but just to train, just to get stronger. And he's like, "Look what I did to the water! You know, I made it move." So I assume Moses did something like that. Sure. Yeah. And if if I'm wrong about this, let me know in the comments. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is correct. I'm pretty sure this has to be correct. I do love that the end of every episode is just going to be with one Dragon Ball line and then it just cuts off. (laughs) I think I've been cutting it off before the Dragon Ball line recently. (laughs) I think the last one you're just like, and in Dragon Ball, Jackie's like, oh no. And then it just cuts off. Well, it's becoming a tradition. Yeah. I love it. The Venn diagram. Yeah. It's like Dragon Ball, Combs Crew, right there. Not the great. two go so well together, too. Yeah. So much in common. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's think. What do they have in common? I guess nothing. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, no, people come back from the dead a whole lot in Dragon Ball. That's again. true. The Dragon Balls are like the reagent. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, you <laughs> yeah. Combs on the line. You should have asked. <laughs> Jeff, we At figured it out. the next convention. 
is the reagent like the dragon balls from dragon oh, God. <laughs> for the hundredth time today no <laughs> and then the next guy in line is like have you ever seen dragon ball and if so were the was the reagent inspired by the dragon balls <laughs> for the hundred and first time today no <laughs> and instead of having instead of <laughs> Instead of signing his headshot, everyone just bringing up this Dragon Ball paraphernalia and having him sign it. <laughs> just for no reason. He's like, Dragon Ball C. <laughs> oh, that's good, Dragon Ball C. Hey, I, like oh, that. Hey. I like it. Our sister podcast. <laughs> oh, <Ball> did. <laughs> that's a great name for the podcast. Do you hear that? There's a riot going on up there. The animals are running 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 the animals are